Welcome to America's number one sex podcast, Dr. Sex Fairy. I am Dr. Kamal Bhava, America's favorite sex doctor, and I am here to transform your life. As we approach our 100th episode, we are revisiting some of our past episodes. Last week our episode was bigger harder longer, and as you can imagine, it was all about making dreams come true for both men and their partners. Today's episode is the yin to that yang. We are talking about tighter, wetter vaginas, and this is an episode everyone needs to hear. There is a lot to learn if you have a vagina or if you want to be inside one more often. Today we are talking about tighter, wetter vaginas. Gentlemen, you need to hear this one. It will help you understand your partner and perhaps even teach her a trick or two. Ladies, You need to hear this episode because I am about to tell you about all the amazing things I can do to your vagina to make it sing. As women get older and go through childbirth, menopause, cancer, and so many other issues, the poor vagina takes quite a beating. I have devoted my career to bringing a level of sexual and intimate wellness to men and women around the world that is surprising to many. I have brought together under one roof technology that can do more non-surgically than many procedures that involve cutting. I believe it is the way of the future. We really shouldn't be causing damage in a pursuit of rejuvenation. I am joined by Janine Stella, host of the Skulls and Stilettos podcast. Janine loves sex and she also loves talking about it, so here she is. Welcome Janine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am excited to have you here mm-hmm. and launch into this great discussion. I know you have questions. I have answers. What are the main problems that you think women suffer from? And that's a difficult question to answer, but if I had to give you the top things that I think women suffer from, then I would say in no particular order, vaginal laxity or a loose vagina, there's incontinence, or urinary leakage then of course there's dryness vaginal and mucosal um then there's that whole issue of the vagina not looking as good as it used to or the labia anyway and last but not least i would say orgasms or the orgasm gaps are a real problem and as far as women are concerned how can a woman actually tighten her vagina well the options now are amazing because i can do in my office a host of different things for instance i can do radio frequency i can do co2 lasers i can do um pelvic floor therapy but not just kegels um i have a device that can actually help do kegels within a woman's vaginal canal so that's a whole other discussion and then of course i have the ability to do radio frequency microneedling in the vaginal canal as well so there's a lot i can do And if I'm in the mood but I'm dry, mm-hmm. what are my options? Well, if you are in the mood but you're dry, the bigger question is why are you dry? Is it hormonal problems? Is your estrogen low? Have you gone through menopause? Have you gone through childbirth recently? You know, hormonal fluctuations will do that. Have you gone through cancer and chemotherapy? That will do that. So there are lots of reasons why you might be dry. But let's assume you don't have those problems and you're dry then I think lubricants are a very important thing to have on hand. And you mentioned incontinence. 
how do I know if I actually have it? Well, do you know that most of the women who come to my office deny having incontinence, yet statistically more have it than not? So women think that incontinence is when you're literally in depends diapers. But why do you want to get that far? I often ask them, do you Mm -hmm. dribble when you sneeze? Do you dribble when you cough? Um, Certainly when you jump on a trampoline, but most of us aren't jumping on trampolines. But when everyday life is making things harder, then no, you need to do something about it. So incontinence can be a range. It could be a little bit of dribbling. It could be where you're worried about going to the gym and worried about wearing leggings. You're worried about staining your pants. It can be very embarrassing for women. It can really hinder their quality of life. I agree with that. Absolutely. I've I've been there. And do Kegels actually help with that? They can. But the problem is that most women are unable to do Kegels correctly because you need a heck of a lot of intensity to those Kegels. And I've always said this, you can keep Kegling all day long at the red lights like everybody tells you to do, but you're not going to get enough oomph behind that Kegel. So now I have a device in my office that will literally Kegel for you. And it's a probe. You just insert it in the vagina. It's very comfortable. It's not painful at all. And literally, I say that it is the smart woman's Kegel. Because why would you work hard when you can work smart? And no matter how hard you Kegel, you cannot match that intensity. Whereas here, we can dial it up based on how much you can tolerate. And over time, you can probably go higher and higher. And the way you can contract that muscle is going to be so much, so much more effective than, you know, just trying your luck at red lights. And as far as the treatments go that can make the outside of the vagina look better, what does that entail? You know, there's, again, a few different options you have. For instance, I use platelet-rich fibrin to build more collagen in the labia. Now. What happens is that as you get older, your face is starting to sag. Your arms aren't as tight as they were. Well, why should your vagina be any different? Or your labia be any different? Skin is skin, right? No matter where it is. So you will see damage happening. I do a blood draw from your arms, spin it down into platelet-rich plasma, and then I make it stronger. I convert it into fibrin matrix, which basically means that it's more gel-like, so it stays in the area longer, more concentrated growth factor, and it develops collagen. So that helps thicken your skin naturally. So your labia looks better and is healthier. Then I can also do fillers, which provide more instant gratification. But you know, sometimes that's not a bad thing because the PRP and PRF can build your collagen long-term, but Rome wasn't built in a day. You want to look good now. So the fillers can help, you know, bridge that gap for the time being. And then... I have a device now in my practice that's truly a game changer. I have refused to do labiaplasties my whole career. And labiaplasty is one of the most popular plastic surgery procedures out there today. I refuse to do it because I have that pesky little thing called integrity. And I really don't like doing things to women that can cause damage, even potentially. So I haven't done it because I have seen what It's done to women where the wrong nerve's been cut. Think about it. When you're cutting, you're going to cut nerves. It doesn't matter how you slice and dice. It's invasive. So you are going to be cutting nerves. Period. End of story. Which ones you cut becomes the issue. 
So I've had women come to my office devastated because they've had labiaplasty and lost sexual sensation. Now, what the hell is the point of a labiaplasty if now suddenly you're not enjoying sex, right? That's awful. It's awful. And they are traumatized by it. So they've come to me and they said, Dr. Bava, what can you do for me? And often the answer is not a whole lot because I can inject some PRF, PRP to, you know, increase mm-hmm. collagen formation. I can, it does help regenerate things, but can I really reverse that damage? Not really. So I don't like to do that. But now I can do non-surgical labiaplasty. So I can tighten and bring volume and I can make things pretty and it's natural. There's no filler involved. This is truly amazing rejuvenation. The other thing that you can do is radiofrequency. That's basically where we are taking a probe and externally just rubbing it over the labia, the majora and the menorah. So basically inside the big lips, all that Mm -hmm. area can be rejuvenated. No numbing required, no pain whatsoever. Literally, it's completely comfortable. It's like getting a vaginal massage almost. How long does that process take for that treatment? Five minutes. Are you serious? Yeah, five minutes internally, five minutes externally, and then five more minutes internally. Yeah, with radiofrequency, just for that part of it, it's very simple. Now, for the external appearance, I can also do a CO2 laser to resurface. So the options are really endless. What I do in my practice is I base what I do on the particular needs of the patient. So I have all this technology available. I mean, you should see the range of lasers I have. So I can do all of these things, but not everybody's a candidate for them. So what I do depends on a consultation and, you know, what the patient's goals are, what her needs are, all of that. And how can women become more orgasmic? I mean, can they? Hell yeah. We can do so much now to make women more orgasmic. I mean, really, the sky's the limit. So. The first thing a woman has to do is know her own anatomy. Not the kind of anatomical knowledge I have as a doctor, but at least know what your parts are. Know where your clitoris is. Know that there's a hood over it. Know what your labia is. Know where the penis actually goes in is not where you pee from. Basic things. Know that. Touch yourself occasionally. Figure out what your parts feel like to you. Maybe if you know what they feel like, you'll know how to help your partner make them feel better right? That's communication. Communication. But you've, you've got to take responsibility for your own pleasure. So it starts with you yourself. I would like to think that most men want their partner to be pleasured. They want her to be happy. So faking it is not going to help you make it. Stop faking. That is such an interesting point because so many women, myself included, have actually faked it just because you want the other person to feel that they they pleased you, they've satisfied you. But it's really not only doing a disservice to you as a woman not achieving orgasm. Yes, and you're doing him a disservice too, because I think he deserves better. Telling him that he's doing a great job when he's not and not giving him good guidance is doing him a disservice. And it's certainly doing yourself a disservice because he's going to keep doing more of what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And who is that helping? No one. No one. And I found couples where they, they've come to my office when she just can't take it anymore. She's not orgasmic. They've been in a relationship for 20 years and she spent 20 years faking it. Now, when she tells her husband, he's devastated. 
because he thinks their entire relationship is a lie because she's been lying all these years about it. That is an awakening, I'm sure. And what a devastating conversation for a man to hear. Yes, and I've been part of that conversation many times, far too many times. That's awful. It's awful. I feel bad for the men and I feel bad for the women because the men have only now realized that their entire relationship sexually has been a sham all these years. The women have not been having pleasure, so they have been shortchanged as well. So everybody's upset. Everybody's devastated. But at least if that relationship can be salvaged, now there's a chance of pleasure in the future. So I do tell people, listen, be honest with each other, because if you're not honest with each other, nothing and no one can help you. It's almost like a an intervention in a, I mean, sex is such an, an important component of a relationship. It, it's, it's trust. It's, it's all kinds of things, but you're almost a liaison between that because you're having that conversation that they've never had before. Yes. And I feel that better me than have this relationship go to hell because a lot of these relationships are ending in breakups and divorces because people aren't satisfied. And then they are not connected emotionally because mm-hmm. they're not connecting physically. So it's like a catch-22 situation. You that know, is emotional so true. and sexual connection are equally important because what separates us from our other relationships in life, our best friends and, um, you know, relatives and all that is the fact that you have a sexual relationship with your partner. And if that's not working, other things aren't going to work as well either. That is so true. So true. I think this is a fascinating conversation. And for all the women out there listening and the men out there listening, I think it's important to actually ask your partner, do I please you? Are, are we are we good in this area? Absolutely. Specifically? Absolutely. I think honesty is so underrated when it comes to sex, because I think, you know, it, it often depends on how you phrase it to your partner. Because, for instance, if he's rubbing over your clitoral hood and he's rubbing furiously and it's irritating and it's painful, say something and say it gently. Move his hand gently to another part of your anatomy or just tell him, honey, that that's a little sensitive. Mm -hmm. And then you can always tell him, you know, I like being touched this way. You don't have to say, well, you suck at it. You can just phrase it nicely. And if you phrase it nicely, I can't imagine that most men would have a problem with it. It's an interesting point that you just made because women are more likely to not say anything. But Mm -hmm. if a man, I feel like if a man, if, if... something is hurting, he's very honest about it. Like this is too rough for, I I feel like sometimes men can be a little bit more honest during sex than than a female because maybe she's embarrassed to say Mm -hmm. something in the moment. Yeah, and And then in turn, she won't orgasm because she doesn't get, she feels awkward in the moment and then she'll fake it. And then she'll be passive aggressive towards her partner Mm -hmm. because then she thinks it's his fault somehow. Exactly. But it's not necessarily his fault. You didn't tell him. Mm Mm-hmm. How is he supposed to know if you don't tell him and if you don't communicate? This has been such a great conversation. And I I think there's many more to come on this subject. And and people really need to understand their body, know what they like. That's a key component. Anatomy, knowing your own anatomy. Yes. And I think that this conversation is important for many reasons, such as cancer patients. Cancer and chemotherapy will truly mess up your vaginal tissue. Sex will hurt. Sex will be not as pleasurable as it was before. 
It's just a host of different things that are going to happen. So for cancer patients, for instance, they need to know that there are treatments out there that are safe for them. CO2 laser may not be the way for them because their tissue is too sensitive, but radio frequency is a great option. The Kegel device that I told you I have, great option. Now, after cancer and chemotherapy, the labia will shrivel up more. So the non-surgical labiaplasty is an excellent option because it rejuvenates. It's not just a cosmetic thing. It's making your labia look better, sure, but it's also improving your labia tremendously. I think that I did not know anything about that, and I didn't even think about that, in fact. Uh, cancer patients not having having undergone radiation or chemotherapy, I didn't know that that even affected women's in the sexual aspect. Now, add more complications to the mix, like menopause or perimenopause. Uh, like I said earlier, childbirth or all of these other issues, now you're going to orgasm even less. So I am doing bava shots at my practice for men and women. I do them for both, where I'm taking that same PRF that I mentioned and injecting it into your tissue. Now for women, I inject it into the clitoris and the vagina. And for men, I'm injecting it right into the penis. And that's truly rebuilding the tissue, rejuvenating it from the inside out. For women, it's also increasing the size of their clitoris, not to where it's a golf ball, but it makes it just a little bit bigger because size matters for women too. And the more area you have on the clitoris to stimulate, the more pleasurable it will be. I can't wait to get started. <laughs> Let's make you an appointment. The other thing is that the CO2 laser, the radio frequency, all of these devices are also going to tighten your vagina, which means that you are going to grip the penis better. When you grip the penis and you stretch with the penis instead of it just flopping around in there, you are going to feel more sensation. <laughs> and so is he, right? It'll be more pleasurable. So that's, an, uh, that's a very important part of this. For people that have not, I don't know, I think for people that are too tight, what if a woman is too tight? We can dilate the vagina too. There is such a problem. It's called vaginismus. I mean, that's one of the uh, situations where a vagina can be too tight and we can dilate. Is that common? It's not as common as I think loose vaginas, but it's common enough. I've been told that from sexual partners that I might be a little too tight. Are you having discomfort? Not with lubrication. Without lubrication, yes. Well, then we can always do an exam and see what you need. But for most women, as long as they're lubricated, it's fine. And if they are too tight, then we can dilate. I didn't even know that existed. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. We can <laughs> tighten you. We can loosen Why? you up. We can do it all. I love it. And as far as hopping around like a bunny, wanting to have sex all the time, I, I need that in my life. So how can we achieve that? Well, that's not that hard to achieve, actually, because as long as your hormones are balanced, you have enough testosterone in your system. Because remember, you as a woman are meant to have testosterone, too, not just men. Men and women both have testosterone and estrogen, just in different quantities. But both are imperative to good function. So whether it's with a topical cream, whether it's um, some shots, whatever you need hormonally, I do in my practice. So I don't even really call it hormone replacement. I call it hormone balancing. Because it's a different point of view that I have towards hormones is that there has to be a balance. So as long as I'm balancing you, 
other things will improve too, not just the hormone level. Your libido, your vaginal lubrication, all of that improves. The other thing that I like doing at my practice is supplements. I literally came up with my own supplement for libido, for men and women. And that really makes a difference. It's been a game changer. And then a nitric oxide booster that I came out with. I have three supplements. The libido booster, the nitric oxide booster, and a testosterone booster. The nitric oxide booster, just like the libido booster, is for both sexes. So what that's doing is it's helping you have more blood flow. And you need blood flow to have a happy vagina, a wetter, tighter vagina. And you need blood flow to have good, hard erections. And so that's helping both men and women in that sense. And then, of course, there's a testosterone booster. You know, whether it's for mental clarity, whether it's for better erections, whether it's for good muscle mass, testosterone's important. So these are all things that are helping you not only have better libido, but better function. What does one need to do to find out about their hormonal balance? Is there a blood test for that or what are some of those options? Starts with a blood test and you can either go to your own doctor for that or our listeners can always contact me through drsexvery.com and we can always order those for them. Starts with checking not just your testosterone and your other, you know, estrogen related hormones, but also thyroid, also vitamin D levels. Those are very important hormones that are sometimes ignored by most providers. I didn't know that vitamin D levels affected sexual health. Oh, yes, ma'am, they do. So, Dr. Bava, if you were to give someone advice as far as the first step in being confident in having this conversation with you in your practice, what, what would you say to a woman that might be suffering from multiple things that we've talked about today? I would say, first and foremost, she has to admit that there's a problem. Secondly, she has to understand that she is worth it. Mm. That as a woman, our instinct is to put ourselves at the back of the line, but that is not right. It's like when you're on a plane and they tell you, in case of an emergency, put on your mask first. This is no different. Getting help for your vaginal and intimate health is going to improve not only your quality of life, but that of your partner, and ultimately, you will have a happier family. So it's not selfish to take care of yourself. It is selfless to take care of yourself. It's very important. That is so true, and I didn't even think about it in those terms, but you have to put on your own oxygen mask first. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's why conversations like this are so important, because hopefully there's a man out there whose wife is not in her right space vaginally, and maybe now he has tools to help her. And maybe there's a woman out there who didn't realize that she really has a problem, and having the chance to hear our discussion today has made her aware that, oh my goodness, I do have this. Oh my goodness, I do have that. There's help out there. Maybe I should do something once and for all. So this is a great discussion for so many reasons. I completely agree with you. So Janine, you have a podcast of your own. How can people find you? Actually, you can go to Fight Mixer TV, and I'm one of the hosts on Fight Mixer TV with Skulls and Stilettos podcast. We are starting up a new season next month, actually. So Roku, Apple TV, uh, we do a little bit of, of video and and audio, uh, but we're primarily 
uh, video-based. So if you'd like to see some crazy people talking to professional MMA fighters, reach out to me. You can also reach out at skullsandstilettos21 at gmail.com. Well, thank you. Thank you. And we should probably have an MMA fight on my podcast. That would be mm, fun. Their testosterone levels are through the roof. Talk about they fight. alpha men. <laughs> yes. We need some alphas on here. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Janine. Great conversation as always. And to my listeners, the treatments I discussed today will not only make your body function better, they will transform your life. There is something to be said for jumping on a trampoline without leaking urine. There's something to be said for incredible orgasms and a satisfying sex life for both you and your partner, not to mention a better quality of life overall. If you're a man wondering if your partner is a candidate for these treatments, or if you're a woman wondering if you can benefit from these treatments, don't wait. Contact me today. You can email me at askme at or learn more at drsexfairy.com. Remember, you have nothing to lose but more time. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed the Dr. Sex Fairy podcast today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. If you would like to get in touch with me, email me at askme at drsexfairy.com. Don't forget to follow this podcast and leave me a five-star review. And make sure you follow my blockbuster hit TikTok account, Dr. Sex Fairy.